0: Welcome to the Contractor Success Forum. Today, we are talking about productivity hacks with technology and AI. So stay tuned for some game-changing ideas. I'm Wade Carbon with Carpenter Company CPAs and normally we would have Stephen Brown with McDaniel Whitley bonding and insurance, but he, unfortunately he couldn't be with us today. But I am privileged to have back with us Royal McCrary of RamTech PC Solutions. Laurel, thanks for jumping in to help us. How are you today? I'm doing well, Way. thanks for having me, yeah, well, I know we recently did one on a i and uh that was well received and well, lot, up everybody,
1: up. everybody's so excited <laughs> about this technology, so it's a great one to talk about because there's so many different things you can do with it, so I'm honored to be here. Thanks
0: well, I thought nobody better to have on to talk about this, but we also kick around some. Productivity hacks and stuff like that between us, our little mastermind group as well. So yeah,
1: always sharing. I learned something new today, too, already. So I'll share What's that. Too. So in my other mastermind group, where we're a bunch of IT nerds talking around each other, I learned that there's a such thing called Apple Business Connect. This is what Apple uses to put you on the maps app for your iPhones and iPads. So I have started that process of going through there to register my businesses in Apple Business Connect. So there you go. Nugget learned, nugget shared.
0: Okay. Sounds like I got
1: some homework after this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Same. Me too. I've got to finish my setup.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm using AI to do it, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's amazing. And I also, I, since we talked about it, I know we talked earlier in the week and you had some AI. Generating a website for you and did all of the, all kinds yeah, of stuff.
1: I don't know. It blew my mind. So I was looking for just a basic informational page to create for one of my companies. And I found this tool called Webular and they don't pay me to talk about it, but I found so much ease of use in using it that it was so, so simplistic. They literally asked me for the name of the business, a description of the business, and where's the business located? So in that name, I put in the name of the business, right? In the description, I used ChatGPT to give me a description of what this type of industry business does. And I tweaked it. I put my own words in there so it sounded like a human wrote it. And then I put in the location and I hit submit. It churned for about 30, 45 seconds, spit out this beautiful looking website that took me very little effort to build and design, which that's exactly what I was looking for. So There you go. Yeah, now I still have to go back and tweak the wording and the images and some of the testimonials we've gathered need to be added. But for the most part, like building a website, it would normally take somebody or a good web developer. It would take them probably a week to two weeks, depending on the amount of stuff you want online, up to a month to put that out there. So to be able to do a basic informational page in 60 seconds or less, sign me up.
0: Right. Well, I know you, I took a look at what you said. I think it does a little more than just generating the pages too, because it was doing like oh, blog posts yeah. and like all the social it media does, and all it that stuff. It does
1: content. It does. It has a newsletter functionality, so you can do email newsletter. It also has that newsletter sign up to the page it creates. You can connect it to social media for that particular company's page that you want to do, and it'll generate those social media posts with your logos and your colors. And it really. For, I think it was 110 bucks I spent on the software. Game changer. Well worth my time.
0: And that's probably what, an hour worth of the right, of so time?
1: Funny you mention that. So I have this accountability spreadsheet with my other mastermind group. And they asked me, how much time did you spend this week on working on that website? Two hours. I tracked it. I spent two hours this week working on it. And that was just me playing around with it and tinkering. I'm, a, I'm an IT guy, so I got to tinker with it and see what all it can do but I tracked that time. So yeah, I I tinkered.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. One of the things I know I wanted to kick around was like this voice transcription software. (laughs) It really is. And some of the things that I've done with it has really been game-changing for me. And I wanted to throw out some real use cases that I had, which I mentioned about. I had a, what he calls a technology business review with his vice president earlier this week. And I had all these issues and I just started dictating it and it transcribed it. And I said, and I was kind of hitting little pieces of it and all, and got kind of come back to it and all that stuff. I took the transcription, threw it in chat GPT. I said, organize this, summarize it. And it threw it in a table, summarize the issues better than I could have said it. And it's like, <laughs> here's the priority. And I sent that to Cameron, his vice president, before our call and made it very simple to do. And it probably saved us a ton of time. I
1: It's probably more efficient to, to have a structured way to go through that call. Yeah. I have not thought about using it in that way. So you just taught me a lesson too. So I'll do that going forward. It may help streamline some of my future meetings. And I'm very like, come on, let's, we have this agenda we have to complete. We have an hour to get it
0: done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm the time cop when it comes to meetings around here. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there was also another use case I wanted to throw out because you also introduced me to an HR professional recently, yep. and she is putting together a handbook for me. And so I had all these ideas where, you know, these are the things I wanted to discuss on it. Mm-hmm. And I did the same kind of thing and made an outline of it. And then the HR person sent back like just 10 or 15 questions. In an email, and I'm like, Well, okay, we can spend an hour talking about that, or I can just start walking through the questions and saying, Here's generally my answer. Right. In 20 minutes, I dictated the whole thing through it in Chat GPT, and I had an organized email back to her. Yeah. And it was just amazing to me how well my jumbled thoughts can be organized.
1: Yeah. I'm guilty of that, too. Like people that are close to me will tell me, hey, Morel, I heard your answer, but I don't understand a word you said. And then I stop and think, what did I say it clear enough for them? Did Like where did they get confused? And then I get caught up in my own thoughts of, "Okay, I need to be a little more clear when I communicate what I'm trying to get the other party to understand, but have not used chat GPT or any AI for that. I have been using AI for email correspondence, and it has sped up my life so much in that regard. So the way I have done that, so I take those same thoughts, like you said, those random thoughts that you get, and I put them into, so we use Grammarly for just to make sure we sound professional when we communicate via text. So in my emails, I'll just throw my thoughts in there. Just for example, like before we got on this call, I had a prospective customer that said, hey, we're looking for IT services. Well, I wanted to craft a response that was welcoming, that said, yes, let's schedule a time to talk. So I basically just threw my thoughts in there. Yes, let's talk soon. Here's a link to my calendar, right? That's just basic as basic can be. No tone, no texture to it, just words on page, right? I use Grammarly's AI built in. It knows my tone because I've had to train it. And it's trained with correcting me along the way for so many years that it just automatically puts my tone of voice on that email, throws it into a nice, pretty format. I can have options to make it longer. I have options to make it shorter. And I hit send. So now I'm just waiting for that prospective customer to schedule with me.
0: That's great. I think that probably I was going to come back to some of that stuff. That's amazing what we can do with emails and how I've been automating it.
1: Yeah. But, uh, Another cool thing I found out, and this, it only works on the app so far. So we have an eBay store for like old computers and computer parts and stuff that people just drop off and leave here for us to recycle or dispose of. So in the eBay app, you can take a picture of the product. Right. Type in some basic details, make, model, laptop, Dell, Lenovo, whatever. Put that in there. You fill in the basic specs that you you know, that's physically in the machine. And there's an AI button in the app now where you can use AI to generate the description. (laughs) Amazing. I Listen was like, man, it just took listing on eBay to a whole nother level for me. <laughs> right. Right. So. Well,
0: the other thing I've been, because say voice transcription is one thing, but I've had this meeting software, like the one I use is called Otter AI. I've seen that uh,
1: advertised. Is it any those, good?
0: Question? There's other ones like Fireflies and Fathom, but I've been using that for my meetings with prospects. But okay. Just a use case, like Otter has, I think the other three may have that in there too now. But after we go through, it'll summarize the meeting and give you bullet points. But now they're built directly into the software. You go into the transcript and there's little things, say, you ask it questions. And it can go through and pick out. So, you know, just a use case I did with it recently with a prospect is, well, number one, I'm not spending time taking all these notes. I'm paying attention to the prospect. But number two, I was able to go back and say, hey, did we talk about job costing? Did we talk about pricing? What system were they on? And I sit there and type out and it's like, it'll just pull it straight out of the transcript.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome.
0: I spend so much time in my notepad
1: over here when I'm on Zooms and I'm doing like my client meetings or whatnot that you're right. That's such a time saving because You get a copy. I'm sure the other person, the other party gets a copy too, right? Or you can elect to send them a copy. And then you guys are all working from the same sheet of music at that point. So I can see how that would make anybody more efficient.
0: Right. Well, the other thing I've been doing my team meetings that way. And when we go to the team meetings, not only we do like a summary of it, but what are the action items? What are the things that I assigned or what are we trying to get done? So I can have a automatically generate a task list directly from it. That's a smart way to do it.
1: I use AI a lot for marketing, which I've mentioned that to you in the past. Here recently, working on this new website and trying to get this website for this other company going and just generating content is so much easier. I actually told it to write content that was easily searchable and would rank highly for SEO. And it did. I had to go and tweak it. So it sounds like a human and not a robot wrote it, but it did generate content and it was spot on with what I was trying to articulate. So I'm a fan. I'm a fanboy of AI. It just, I, I am I am nervously anxious, though, of it taking over. So <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, don't feed it too much information. We don't want it smarter than we are, so, right? Yeah, Skynet is on the way. We don't want that. So, but yeah, I know you're using some other tools to make life easier. Way, what do you? What else are you doing?
0: Well, there's a couple of them that I told you about this Stream Deck, Elgato Stream Deck. They're different versions or different people that build, but everybody thinks of those as basically it's a little thing where you program your keys and they think of it as like people that are doing streaming and controlling lighting and all this stuff. And that's definitely a use case, but there's a lot more use cases for these things, right? Um, like editing videos, launching programs, sending out shortcuts, things like that. But I've programmed mine to start doing things like if I'm editing Excel or Want to do some formatting Excel, so I hit one button and I can have all these macros. And it sounds like you gotta be a programmer to do all this stuff, but you really don't. Right. It's just like you're programming a hotkey, and if you know the keyboard shortcuts, things like the windows shortcuts. There's a yeah. lot of shortcuts built into Windows, and it's just a key combination. And you can just Google those things, program them on, and then boom, it's hey, one click instead of 10 clicks and I'm typing a whole bunch of stuff out, but I know I'm completely geeking out on this thing. But
1: I mean, that, that's perfectly fine because when you showed it to me earlier, I thought, how can I use this to streamline what I do? You start thinking about efficiency, right? Like, how can I be more efficient? AI is a tool, right? The Stream Deck, that's a tool. We were just talking in another group meeting this morning. Delegation, that's a tool too. So, do you <laughs> feel at the end of the day between AI? delegation and using all these tools,
0: do you feel accomplished? Do you feel like you worked that day? I mean, it's amazing how much time it saves. And I guess I haven't really thought about it from that standpoint, but yeah, <laughs> hey, it's, it's given me some time back. Right. I've had that thought too. Like
1: I've used so many tools to streamline my day and what would take me normally three hours to complete. I'm now getting done in an hour. So it's like, I have that extra time, the extra two hours.
0: I'm like, what, I don't know what to do with that time. Well, the, you mentioned what, like the email thing, and I've just really started doing this, but this is where I really geeked out. But I don't know if you've seen these programs like Text Expander or the one I use is called Type Desk, but you do a little keyboard shortcut and you can set up all these prompts to key a whole bunch of text for you with just mm-hmm. a few keystrokes. Wow. Okay. But the thing was, I've had that for years, but I'm thinking, well... I can't always remember all these little shortcuts. Right. So this is where I've put this into the stream deck thing. And if I need to type my uh, email address or something, just little stuff like that, or type an entire paragraph or I can hit one button and it is done. Right. But the extension of that, where I'm really getting geeked out and type desk is built into theirs, where there's a chat GPT API extension. And right. so I can highlight something on my screen, some text, and click a button and pick the prompt I want. The prompt is already in there, and it will sit there and pop right back out. Like, this is the answer. Wow. So, if like the text of an email, and it's like ge- generate a quick, courteous re- reply or something like you were saying, right. and I don't sure. even, and it will paste it back into the program that you're dealing with. So that's it's where clear. it's, well, yeah. all right. So these tools, like turning the dictation on, I'd always have to remember the keyboard shortcut. Well, I hit one button, hit it a was button. Done. but the AI yeah. thing for me, it's like, I've taken this other tool and I've made that to where one button and I can get a AI yeah, prompt answer in, in seconds. It's right. amazing.
1: That's, again, it gives you that time back. Right. Yeah. So now, so one of the things I saw in the news is there's a push for a four day work week. Have we saved that much time that we can now only work four days and stuff?
0: I don't know. I think as it gets adopted, that there are definitely going to be some people that may not be needed.
1: Scary. That's scary. To
0: me. I'm telling you, that's the beginning of Skynet.
1: Wait, I'm just saying. I've right. watched enough movies to know that's. The <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool though. What else are you using? To streamline your day. What else can I learn from you today?
0: Well, you probably got some more in these things, like these shortcuts, like for QuickBooks. Yeah. Like, pouncing around QuickBooks or like automatically generating invoice. And yeah, some of those you can still do with keyboard, but you got no key combinations. I can still
1: program all that. For
0: right. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things I've been doing that probably sound like it's, you got to be a programmer and you really don't.
1: You don't, you just have to know how to ask the computer to do the right thing. One cool thing that we have been doing is we've been trying to automate a lot of scripting for Windows computers specifically. So we've been working into our platform, different triggers. So almost like an if this, then that type scenario, right? So if let's just use printer spooler service, like the printer spooler service without geeking out is the service that runs when you hit print on the computer. That's what tells the printer to print is that service. right? All the time, all the time, that service stops running and we get a call. Hey, I can't print, but Susie can. Well, Susie's print service Spooler is running and yours is not. Well, why is it? I, nobody knows why it stops. It's just Windows, it stops when it wants to. So we wrote a script that said restart Spooler service in event that it triggers a disable right? If it has a hard stop within 30 seconds, start it again. If it stops again 30 seconds later, start it again and open a ticket, right? So we use ChatGPT to write all of those scripts for us. We tested it on a machine here and it worked flawlessly. So you talk about the amount of time saved from that mindset of just writing a script versus picking up the phone, Susie calling, picking up the phone, closing the ticket. Three different times, now down to one. Right. So, again, like you said, get your time back, spend it somewhere else wisely. Right.
0: Well, I know a lot of our listeners, I mean, most of them are contractors, and a lot of them don't always feel like they're the most technology-savvy But some of these things are really not that hard to learn. That's my point of talking about
1: it today. We talked about how can contractors use it. You had a scenario where you told it you wanted to finish off your basement and you gave it the square footage of your basement. And it gave you steps to do that as if you were a general contractor. Right. Me, I know nothing. I can't say I know nothing. I know this much about home improvement. Right. So for me, that would have been beneficial. So at least I knew what to expect. If I hired a general contractor. Oh, so even from a consumer side of the fence, they should be using it to vet the contractor that comes to their door.
0: Right. I know so, that's one of the use cases we talked about last time. And I think if somebody didn't watch that or listen to that video or the podcast, I think we do have some great ideas there. Oh, definitely. Just... Even if you're, you have a project, whether it's construction or just implementing software, sometimes that can take a while, you know, put in there, what are the steps to do it and give me a timeline for doing it. And at least maybe give you something to shoot for.
1: That's true. We, we haven't talked about workflows yet, but we have used AI tools to help build workflows in- internally, as well as streamlining some of our tried and true methods. So we have an SOP for what an on-site appointment should look like, right? So when we send an engineer or a technician out to do an on-site appointment, we have steps of what they should mm-hmm. do, right? So we uploaded that into ChatGPT and said, streamline, make suggestions along the way. It basically is what we asked it to do. And it gave us step by step what we should be doing on site from arriving on site five minutes before time, checking in with the point of contact, reproducing the issue, which we weren't doing. Like we go in just like if you called us up and says, hey, I can't connect to the server. We come on site. We look at it. We don't follow that protocol because, well, there's a relationship there. But for new guys coming into it, there's no relationship. They need to have a system to follow. Right. So that really opened our eyes to, okay, yeah, we can't, we have relationships built with a lot of these folks and they know us and they just, we don't have to go through all those processes, but when we hire people and we grow as a company and a firm, we need to have a systematic process on how to do it. And it just helped us organize that and make a better workflow and SOP for us.
0: That's a great point. You made me think of the other thing that AI has done for us. We took on a new practice management system in May. And hmm. inside that software, we have these task workflows, but we can actually create a new one and say, hey, this is what we want to do. Or, we got a sales tax return or so, whatever the process is. Right. And it's, it goes out and creates the steps. And to me, I think me and you, we've been in our industry for many years. Right. And I know the curse of knowledge, you forget these little steps, it's just innate to me and you, but as you said, these young kids coming, they don't know, and so this workflow said these little, what I was noticing, all these little things that we kind of probably would have overlooked, yeah, they probably should be in the list, in the checklist, and making sure it gets done, because we don't tell them they
1: don't know. Right, that's true. That's another cool thing that we've done too. I went to a conference and they were talking about anybody that's in business, service industry or whatever, you should have checklists on your website. Make those checklists. So it's like a call to action. You got to give some information to get this checklist in return. But for us, what we did was the person that was leading the class said, Hey, how many people in here have at least two checklists on their website? And I was like, well, yeah, I got five. I was thinking I was raising my hand to get in trouble, but The instructor says, Well, that's exactly what you guys should be doing. You should be asking your customers to give you information so you can provide them a checklist. So that fueled me, right? I was like, Well, checklists are the way to go. We are like notorious for checklists around here. I went in and I said, Okay, write me a checklist for a small business that should have cybersecurity implemented, right? They are regulated by PCI compliance. It created me a whole checklist and I now call that my PCI compliance checklist. And it's not very technically written out. It looks, it's easily digestible content. And that's what we told it, make it so easy that anybody can understand this content. And it spit out this checklist way of about 15 different things. I sent it over to my guy at Fiverr. I said, make this look pretty. And he sent it back. And now we have a nice cool infographic of what your small business PCI compliance checklist should look like. So it's so easy just to do very, very, you do a lot of work, very little time with very little effort. Yep, absolutely. I spend what 20 bucks a month on chat GPT and I spend like 50 bucks to get that flyer made up and done professionally. That's well worth my time. And if it brings me one call, it paid for itself.
0: And what's scary is that minute or two you took to type it up was probably, it probably spit it out in yeah, seconds. 15 seconds. Yeah. If we had been generating that, we probably would have spent hours and hours developing. Right, right. If I had to come up, and then it probably wouldn't have been complete.
1: Right. I would have gone through the process of getting it done up pretty at Fiverr and left out two check marks that should have been added. So yeah. you're right, it's... And when you read it, I'm not saying that that's the complete perfect version, but it gives you a basis of where you should be thinking, right? So, again, I just hope that somebody's using technology to make their lives easier because we all should be.
0: Well, good points. I know we're getting a little long as any other thing. You want to kick around or leave it on that? We
1: touched on a lot. If I was watching this video, I would hopefully take some notes along the way and go try out some of these cool tools that we've talked about and just experiment with it. You can't break it. That's the cool thing, right? You can't break it. If anything, you get the message back where it says I'm an AI model and I can't answer that question. Then you just right. figure out a different way to ask it. <laughs> but I wouldn't go filling it with personal information. Take that from a cybersecurity no. consultant. Don't put your personal information in the chat bot because they won't know how to answer you and you don't know where that data's going.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> so. Absolutely agree. Well, I've always enjoyed talking about this stuff with you. Really appreciate you coming on, Morel. Anytime you can geek out,
1: maybe, you know I'm there.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Well, now that you all see how much of a Being kind of a nerd and a geek, I am too, so that's scary.
1: (laughs) Why would they trust anybody with their bookkeeping and their finances, Wade?
0: (laughs) I hope anybody listening to this has gotten some really good ideas from it. I think we need to go ahead and wrap this up. So thank you all for listening to the Contractor Success Forum, wherever you might be tuning in from. You can find us on all major podcast platforms or ContractorSuccessForum.com our Carpenter CPAs YouTube channel for more information. Be sure to check our show notes. And if you haven't already, consider subscribing. Ring the notification bell to follow us each week. And we sincerely appreciate your support and look forward to seeing you on our next episode.